Hello, everybody. Good day. Good Tuesday to you, wherever you are. Thank you for listening. Hope everybody woke up with being thankful of another opportunity to be a badass, to be to bring whatever greatness you want to bring out of you. And number one, be thankful of that opportunity. Don't waste that opportunity on bullshit. Don't waste any seconds of time throughout your day. Make every every second count. Don't wish that you hope it was Friday already. By doing so, you're cutting time of your life. Don't you agree, co-host Juice? Juice. 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 Yes, I definitely, I concur. Well, today is the seventh episode of South to South. And man, I'm starting to love it. As further we get, the harder my nipple get. Nipples. I don't just have one. But... Thank you for listening, and I hope this helps you in some way, shape, or form, and I really hope you share this podcast. It's, it should be for everybody. It's for all humans, everyone that wants to bring the best out of themselves. It's for self-improvement, entrepreneurship, and with that being said, I am going to start today's podcast to cover how I started. Now, keep in mind, today is a different ball game. You can't get started the way I got started. I actually learned out of experience and looking at other entrepreneurs. And sometimes I got bit in the ass, you know, when tax came, when audit season came from insurance. I mean, all that shit was loss of money and great learning experiences. But I got started basically... Number one, taking action on getting the fuck out of Chicago at the time that I did. I basically made the decision to get out and temporarily leave just so I could regather, refocus my stuff. And that was at that was at 19 years old. I already had it in my head and, and had the intention. So once, once death looked at me in the face, I was like, fuck you, homie. I don't want to see you again, baby. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. So I thought about Georgia, thought about the beautiful trees, open roads, no traffic. When I was 13, I came out for vacation with my sister. Thank God she brought me out here so I could experience what is out in Georgia in the country. I'm not talking about Atlanta. I'm not talking about Marietta. I'm talking about beautiful Edenton, Georgia, Greensboro, Georgia, Milledgeville, Athens, Madison, my surrounding cities that I love that have been really great to myself and my family, my business, and lots of other friends and family. So I came out here and realized, wow, this is is a cool ass place. You know, I was 13. I'm like, everybody says hi to each other. I don't know none of these people. Everything's far to get to. But when I got serious and push came to shove, I was ready to make a change. I needed to go somewhere. I had peace and quiet and I could think. I had no fucking plan, zero plan. All I knew is after all shit went down, I almost got killed and my van's engine went out. I wasn't doing shit with myself. I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I need some change. Left to Georgia, called my sister, backtrack a little bit, called my sister. Hey, I'm thinking about heading over there for a couple weeks, maybe three weeks. Am I okay to go over there? Can I visit you, stay with you? Sure, bro. Let's do this. 
And that's what I did. You know, left with 164 bucks in my pocket. That's all I had to my name. I always worked ever since 14 and just dished everything out to my mom and kept what I needed for gas and cigarettes. Go to Georgia, just chilled, went running, trying to figure shit out. And the first opportunity that came to me was my sister's brother, uh, my sister's husband, my brother-in-law, ex-brother-in-law. He's like, yo, I just quit my job where I was at. We're roofing trailers, mobile homes for a company in Edenton, and we're testing the waters. We've been out two, three weeks on my on our own. R means him and his brother. So I was the third person in his crew. I started working with him, and I was being used as a muscle man to take shit up. Well, I was a scary-ass muscle man because my knees were wobbling. But anyway, eight months it took for me to be the fastest motherfucker and and be the best one in my eyes, you know, out of the crew. I, was, I wasn't driving. I wasn't the head of anything. But I was on that roof, and I wound myself up. And from start to finish, my goal was I got to beat. I got to install more. I got to do more than yesterday. And that kept me doing more and more every single damn day. So I loved the feeling of of that, you know, being productive and being awarded for what you're doing, busting your ass off. I was sweating. I was doing shit that people wouldn't want to do. Go to a house in Marietta, and I think I caught, caught a cold just because I was scared as shit, but I'm like, I'm going to do this shit, man. There's this, I, It's a four-story witch's hat roof on the backside of a house on, on Lake Lanier in Marietta. There's a basement, first floor, second floor. There's a damn third floor, and then all the attic that goes up. But I was at the edge. That cone that was in the back, that witch's hat, was a mother. And nobody wanted to fuck with it, so I'm like, yo, it's Friday. It's late. I'm going to knock that shit out. I got up there, and it was scary as shit. But anyway, you, I went through a lot in order to make the decision when the time came for me to start my own business. And this is how it started. It was another opportunity from the same individual, my ex-brother-in-law. We worked for eight months together. I was fast. He was getting other employees because he was growing fast. I, I was learning. I was watching. Started from taking shit up. And once I caught up on that, I was watching how they're doing, what they're doing, and understanding how and why they're doing that. And I started nailing shingles eight months later. My brother-in-law, sister-in-law have a disagreement and a big one that led to divorce and that led to me being in the middle of it at the time that it happened and it didn't go too well with my ex-brother-in-law and probably my sister too because I was fucking mad. I couldn't believe that shit was going on. But anyway, that separated my brother-in-law and myself. He says, look, man, and... I always give him thanks. I'll always cherish that in my heart, the opportunity that he gave. But I'm the one that grabbed that motherfucking opportunity, and I grabbed that motherfucker, and I never let it go. What I did is I planted that shit, and baby, I created acres of great fucking shit up in this place, man. In here, Georgia and Chicago, but backtrack. I took that opportunity. The opportunity was what? It was shit hit the fan. I'm moving to this city. 
and I don't think I'm going to need you with me. So if you want, you can start your own thing. I'll leave you with one builder, a builder that builds houses and that we have work trading back and forth, you know? So that one builder, I said, okay. I, I said yes right away. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. I took that. He left. I left. And I took that builder, called him, said, hey, remember me? You're going to be dealing with me, homie. And I appreciate the opportunity. And let's do this. I went and got tools. Actually, I took two of the guys that were um, employed with with my brother-in-law. I asked him, I'm like, yo, man, you guys want to stick with him or you guys want to come with me and see where this goes? I'm going to do this, that, that. I'm going to go buy, uh, I'm going to look for a van. I'm going to get the tools. I'm going to start my own shit. You guys down? Yeah, we're down. And that's what I did. Got that $400 van. Got some uh, tools from the flea markets, roofing guns, air hoses. Got whatever I can get. Everything I needed. And full throttle baby that one builder had a house ready right away and um he's like joe this house is ready to roof and that's all i needed i got on that job with my two guys three of us total and we're going downtown baby the framer was still there perry fields awesome as dude man he was there still touching up some framing work. He was watching our work. Three guys knocking 115 squares in three days. Three guys. We dried in the roof. We roofed the house. 115 squares. 11,500 square feet of roof. That is a lot of freaking roof to cover for three individuals. But us three individuals were some damn powered by frijoles roofing as mofos man so perry the framer that was there that was a magic the extra magic dust that was sprinkled all over my business and um the reason was perry says joe i already knew perry every job we went to he was framing this 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 uh company's root uh, houses sorry uh he goes joe this is amazing, man. I've never seen any work get done this way. And in this time frame, I was like, yeah, man. It's like, and I can't remember my exact words, but I was basically like, yeah, what else is new? This is every day for me, you know, do it the right fucking way. So whatever I said, he's like, would you be okay if I went after every builder that I frame houses for and shared your information to them. And I was like, bro, I would love that, man. I would absolutely love that. I really appreciate that. And that's exactly what Perry Fields did. When we, that was our first house we did. And we went on a dry spell for about two weeks. I, I knew if I just sat back and didn't do jack shit, I was not going to get any work. I had my two guys with me. They need to work. So I started writing letters, handwritten letters on paper, explaining why they should give us an opportunity, why they should call me to give them an estimate. 
I literally wrote a fucking paragraph or two. And that was easy for me to put two and two together. It's like, I mean, shit, I'm just going to write a damn letter. It's like you write a love letter. You, you want the other person to read it and understand how you feel. And that's basically what I did. I wrote love letters, left them on fucking permit boxes and said, call me. I got calls. We started roofing nonstop. Then I started getting calls from builders that Perry was recommending. Back to back to back to back to back. Now, Perry Fields was a notorious, still a good framer today, but notorious at that time. He was like the Michael Jordan in framing. And I became the Scotty Pippen in, in roofing, which now I'm Michael Jordan. Still retired, but still slam dunking, homie. So anyway, we went nonstop working shit man maybe maybe up until today baby probably up until today still going presently non-stop working every day we got a great big team but let me backtrack one of the first steps that i had to take was i had to get insurance that first check that i got for that 115 square roof that shit broke my heart for like five seconds because I seen that check and seen how much they discounted for not only taxes, but for insurance. It almost sliced that shit in half. I was like, hell no. I ain't going to, I can't do this for that. That shit doesn't make sense. 30, 30, 34%, I think, was, was taken off from an entire invoice of just labor. And shit, who wants 30-something percent of your labor, your hard-ass work, just stripped away? because of damn insurance and that's still how it is today but anyway there's ways to get that cut down and it's the legal way you know you go get your workers comp go get your general liability insurance that's what i did with the remaining part of that money paid the guys i had some cash put away and i paid them grabbed that money got my damn insurance that way that shit doesn't happen again so you start a business today, it's still the same process. You got to get your licenses, your insurances, all the documentation that you need so you don't get your cut, your check cut in half or in a, missing any kind of money on that. Number two, you need to organize structure around what is a business. Have a software, there's easy softwares out there to keep track of everything. It's perfect for tax purposes and if you're a small business just starting, I mean, you could use something as easy as FreshBooks. It's a small business app, and you just make your invoicing professional out of there, your logo, and it keeps track of everything. It keeps track of expenses. It's, it's nice and organized because that is what you need to open a business. You need to have your books organized, super organized. You get audited from insurance companies, God forbid IRS, you have all your shit in place and you're not cheating yourself anywhere because somebody's going to audit your shit and it's going to be caught. You're going to go purchase a property. You're going to have to have all your shit in, in, in order. You buy a house, you buy some land, you get a loan. They want to see everything. The underwriters for banks are going to look at all your shit and it's going to be a pain in the ass if you're not organized with all your stuff so business opening a business you have to have all the proper steps in order that way when you're dribbling down the court you're throwing the alley-oop you could slam dunk 
not to where somebody interferes and says, hey, you're missing this shit, homie. You can't catch this alley-oop. I'm going to take it from you and steal it, and I'm going to go slam dunk that motherfucker in the opposite court. So anyway, you got to have that shit in order and go from there. So that's what I did with my insurance money. I mean, my first check got my insurance and just went full throttle. I was doing everything the right way. The right way was the way that I knew how to do it. Not nailing any toll boards. Nobody tied themselves up at that time. There is no, there's no elevators, trucks that deliver shit up to you. Um, everything's everything's strategic. Everything's hard work. You do hard work. It'll 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 enhance your business. It'll it'll make your business what mine is today. That's all I did. I just had one goal and be productive, do everything the best way possible. As I went in business, I was experiencing new products, new this, new that, new that, new software, new everything. So you have to accept the easier ways to run your businesses. These apps are awesome. Company cam's awesome. There's there's so much on so so many things that can make your business your 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 starting business a lot easier and organize and anyone can do it anyone can go and make those shirts that people will start wearing on lakeshore keep it up good work good job don't quit anybody can open that paint business you know it's like coloring a fucking book color a house just keep everything organized get the right people and be educated on what you're doing don't go in blind on anything, anything in life. Don't, don't go in blind. But that's how I started and that's how I maintained. That's how I grew. I, I went through a lot of employees, a lot of people. They, they say they could bring you the stars and the rainbows and, and been through a lot. But you have to have great intentions. You have to, have, you have to maintain full focus and keep everything in order and Eventually, you have to find the right team, right individuals to create that dream team to where you have somebody to cover every sector because it comes to the point if you're doing great, you're doing your business is running awesome, you're going to need more help. You're going to need more help at the office. You're going to need more help invoicing, estimating, looking at jobs. You all great entrepreneurs at one point felt, damn. I wish I could be at all these fucking places at once. Why? Because you don't you you don't trust just anyone. You want things done right, you want things done yourself that way it's it's a done deal. It's closed. You start, finish, complete uh, a job, uh, an estimate, an appointment and you want it to be done right your way. And your way has to be the way you're closing deals. If your way in clo- if your way is not closing deals, um, making things happen, you got to find the the best the better way, and um, it just goes on and on with business. It's a lot today. It's a lot of paperwork and taxes and all this shit. It's not just let's go out and place an ad and somebody's gonna call and I'm gonna go and give an estimate. They're gonna accept it. I'm gonna finish it and that's it. That's that's like that's like the very middle process of 
running a business, especially in construction, you got to go through one, two, three in order to just get that principle done. Estimate, accept, start, complete. And then it's one, two, three more steps down after that. You know, you still got to collect. You got to, oh man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of documentation. I, I, I take a lot of notes. My guys take a lot of notes. Everybody's got to take notes. So imagine if you're trying to do all that yourself. You're trying to take notes for five people that are that are taking notes. The five people that are going to look at jobs. You can't do it all alone. So you get to that point where you need help. You need the right help. Don't get your best friend just because of your fucking best friend. You know, they have to have integrity. They have to have focus. They have to want more. They have to want more than a, a Big Mac every day. They want. They have to want more than the little apartment they live in where the landlord doesn't fix shit. You know, they want more than walking to the street or driving that oil burning ass vehicle that we don't need in the atmosphere today. So today I have an awesome ass team. I have a bunch of people out there busting their ass and grinding. And I love it, man, because that's what I feed most off of. I feed off of people that bust their ass I love seeing hustle, go to a restaurant. If they're, they're, they're doing a great job, they're busting their ass. Man, I, am, I love tipping. I love tipping. I just love to see hustle, bustle, productiveness, focusness. I love to see gentlemen. I love to see women being badasses, playing football, flag football, soccer, fucking running down the damn lakeshore faster than my ass. The other day, I was trying to catch a chick juice. Just because she was, we're running and I noticed maybe after 10 minutes that this chick is like running at my pace. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got to catch up to that, you know, that individual that's running, which happens to be a female, just challenging myself. You challenge yourself when, when you're running, at least I do. So I couldn't catch her ass, man. Holy shit. I sped up a little bit and it's like, she fucking sped up, like, but, but a distance away. <laughs> You know, she can't turn around and say, oh, this motherfucker's trying to uh, challenge me and catch my ass, you know? Oh, my gosh. But uh, I got to say, she was probably 30 yards away, you know? Damn. And we're running at the same pace. So I never caught up to her because she she stopped and she went off the, the track and went home, I guess. So, shit, I lost my train of thought right there. What was the even purpose of that? But there's always something I don't know. Anyway, you challenge yourself in your business. You challenge yourself in life. You challenge yourself at home. You challenge yourself at work. Be your be your competitor. You know, I don't I don't see any competitors out here. You know, in my business to compare businesses, I don't see competitors or fucking uh, imitators are trying to be like us, you know, and we are always trying to be better and better and better and better. So motherfuckers ain't never going to catch up to us because they're trying to be like us. But we are moving at a next level every single day. So once they catch up to where they think that we're at, we're already fucking steps ahead, baby. And that's how you have to think on every sector of your life. 
Stay you got chess to say, game. Juice. Stay at chess game. We Always gotta catch have. up a chess game too, man. Before I fucking leave, I'm leaving tomorrow, bro. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, it's just like chess, you know. Just be like three moves ahead, you know. You got to be three moves ahead, and you got to be three, three ideas ahead on defense. Yep. You know, it's not just offense. You always got to protect yourself. Absolutely. How much time is that, Juice? What do we got? Do we got, got like, more time? You have a question? We good? Got like 25 minutes. It's um, 25 minutes. <clears throat> cool, man. That's about the average time that we're putting out before I got to go up over water and get some freaking air. I know, right? All right. Where's the next 25 minutes? Just kidding, man. You have questions? You want to throw no. in something? No, I mean, I'm just processing everything of, like, how you got started and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you took advantage of the opportunity. I mean, just like how that one song of Eminem, you only get one shot, you know. Yeah, grab those opportunities, man. That That is true. It's just a song, but it's true. You only get one shot, you know. It's it's amazing the opportunities that people get. You know, it's it's something that if you see it, try it. You know, if if you think it's going to hurt you, if it's that's a different decision making there. But opportunities are there and you got to take them, exercise them and find out which one's going to be the one that you could jumbo size. So my business is still going 22 years. I have I run three businesses and there's always room for more. I I run, exercise, spend time with my family. I'm driving tomorrow morning with another Bernie Doodle back to Chi-Town. They're 12-week-old Bernie Doodle, so I have time for a road trip. I just prioritize my time. You know, I stood up most of the night. I, I, I like to catch at least five to five and a half hours sleep. That's my average. If I sleep more than that, that means I woke up with a hangover, which that, that hasn't happened in a while. But that's the only time I wake up and see the sun out already, and I freak the fuck out when I do because I'm used to seeing darkness. But there's time to fit everything. Entrepreneurs, there's always time to fit everything. You're never too busy. If you too, think you're too busy, sit down just like you figure out your finances. You sit down, look at numbers, sit down and look at the time numbers. Look at the time and prioritize your time, fit in your time. There's times I come in and chill for five minutes after doing something heart racing, heart pacing fast and just chill for five minutes, regather my shit and bam, I go at it again. You know why? Because the time goes very fast and I like to get more than what's written on my agenda done that particular day. I write shit down that has to be done and I make sure all of that's done. And after that's done, I look for more things that need my attention. And all of that shit's a bonus. All of that shit, every single thing is an achievement. And that's what I feed off of. If there's no food, I'm worthless. You know, I think we're going to end it at that, bro. All right. You know, I don't want anybody yawning and fucking thinking this shit's too long. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Share the podcast. Follow Andy Frisilla. Follow Ed Milet and read Tim Grover's books. I'm going to say it all the time, every time. Why? Because that's the shit that helped me. And I don't need anything else. 
Watch Michael Jordan's Last Dance. That's some true shit. That's some true leadership. And that's some very well words put together on how I feel, on how many other people feel. And Andy Frasilla says it in his own way, but it's like everybody needs to be that Michael Jordan inside. Everybody needs to be that Andy Frasilla, that Joe Vargas, that fucking great person, you know? That kind-hearted juice, juju juice, juju juice. That working ass freaking Javi Torado that's in my freaking dream team over here. I mean, everybody needs to to be great, be great, 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 great. That's what we fucking need today, today, yesterday, tomorrow, next year, because a lot of shit is changing. So be on top of your shit. Be three steps ahead on your moves. Be on defense. Take advantage of your opportunities. Maximize your opportunities. You'll never know what the fuck is what. There's so many people that they just said yes, and bam. They're way further than I am, than many other people, but I'm happy with how I'm doing. It, yes, everybody likes faster things, fast pace, but I like right way at its pace. Everything the right way at its pace to where I could take a step back if I see something not right take a step back sometimes two steps back you got to take two steps back away from your body look at your back and look at everything that is in your head you could picture it in, in the clouds stand back take two steps look at your body and you look up at the sky and you could see everything that's in your mind you could see what's important and you grab those prioritize it and take care of those you know, if you're confused, if you're lost, take those two steps back, take that five minute break, two steps back and figure shit out. You know, there's a solution for everything. Everything has a solution. You're not trapped. If you're trapped, then you got to call fucking 911 and the SWAT will come and pull your ass out, baby. That's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. 